Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Well, welcome back to the Eastern Border. I, uh, well, if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, you know, you know what happened. So, another uh, personal loss for me. So far, it's been five people during this war. This time, it was in the rocket, rocket strikes in Odessa, which really didn't make me make me happy. And um, yeah, I, I took some days off to clear my mind. So as to not not make the same troubles as as and mistakes that I did yes last time, and I'm pretty sure this war will will lead to many more tragedies. So, so we kind of have to pre- prepare for that. Now today I'm going to bring you a bit more broader scope news because we have some interesting stuff to think about, and I hope you really enjoyed my interview with Martyr Mate. Well, his interview with me that I am. Uh, that I po- that I posted as as the last episode, and uh, we're we're recording later today because it's noon for me now. We're recording later today a non-war related episode. That's uh, that's a thing that I really wanted to do for a long time. It's going to be with John Michael Gaudier from the Event Horizon podcast because um, uh, I mentioned this on some previous episodes. I really enjoy all the space exploration and futurism and science and, and sci-fi stuff, and I like. I like series pondering about about alien life, such as my microbes on Europa or on Enceladus and everything like that. And, and we're gonna to, to just to relax a bit. We're gonna make an episode about uh, how um, how how the Soviets view the future. Well, how did they view the future? How like how they uh, organized lectures about whether or not there is life on Mars in the '60s, and how how in their plans they went about stating that. Uh, in the future of communism, each library shall have a, a calculating machine. The larger ones might even have one for each department. You know, stuff like that. It's just weird, weird things. And and that's gonna air tomorrow. I'm just mentioning this because then you'll you'll probably uh, get get two episodes in short succession tomorrow because I'm not skipping the war stuff. It's just that that's gonna be a bit of a, a bit of an extra. That's gonna be longer and edited and and. Uh, just so you knew. However, we have some really weird news from from the front because the battle for Donetsk continues, and um, 
Although Ukrainian losses are less than Russian losses, we still can talk about the fact that Ukrainians need help and they need real help. But so far, it seems that they've been active. Now, I'm not really sure about what's going on there. It might as well be Russian partisans. But, um, but yeah, there was reports that in the early hours on the 25th of April, at about 2 a.m., an oil depot, or oil base, as they call it in uh, Bryansk, in Russia, which is near near Ukraine, it's uh, the region bordering Ukraine, but the city of Bryansk is about 100 kilometers away from the Russian border. Apparently there was um, a massive fire. No one really saw any missiles, because there are still a bunch of options about what could have happened there. We've heard studies about Russian-owned helicopters making a mistake and, and shooting Bryansk when they couldn't dislocate themselves. We've seen reports about Ukrainians mounting explosives and creating the sabotage. We've seen studies about local partisans. We don't know any of that. I can't. I don't know for sure. However, we know that um, basically uh, there was a Rosneft refinery, and uh, basically a tank which is full of ten thousand tons of diesel fuel caught fire and that was supposedly a diesel fuel meant for export and then another oil depot further away also caught fire and uh, basically diesel oil and the the, the second reservoir was uh, meant meant for military needs and it contained 5,000 tons of fuel and apparently um, there was this Druzhba main oil pipeline because Bryansk is a key hub of the transportation there and Apparently, this incident has, according to some reports, we have we 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 know that this this has caused severe damage to the Russian oil and gas industry since, apparently, uh, the oil pipeline got dehermitized, and and some oil there caught fire, and apparently on, on a munitions base too in the military base near Bryansk. It also like they also kind of their their munitions just just exploded. So that's kind of weird because we have an oil fire, we have two massive fuel fires, and we have things exploding. About um, at about nine twenty in the morning, the Russian news agency Interfax reported that the fires were um, localized at one of the facilities. However. <laughs> Of course, they basically lied about this because you could look at the satellite images and fires were actually spreading in the afternoon across the facilities. And it was just crazy. Russian media speculated that Ukrainian drones could strike the fuel facilities, but again, nobody knows. Nobody really knows. And previously, head of Ukraine's main director of intelligence, Kirill Budyanov warned that Russians could stage attacks on their own facilities in the Russian territory in order to present Ukraine to its citizens as a criminal state. However, I doubt that happened to... I don't know what happened. Um, I'm really I'm really supportive of the theory that all this was caused by by some sort of... Either, either Russians doing a protest or, or some Ukrainians managing to infiltrate there somehow and creating a sabotage. Well, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but basically this oil infrastructure hurts Russian logistics even more, and we know that Ukrainians focus their attacks specifically on the Russian oil and gas infrastructure. And like I said, this is just 100 kilometers away from, from Ukraine. So, 
this is just weird. This is a, this is a strategic location, after all. And to, to basically continue this, apparently another fire happened in the Russian airbase of Usurisk, which is really far from Ukraine. Like, super far, and it's just so fresh that we don't even have a comments there, but um, Russian military infrastructure and their oil bases are slowly catching catching on on everything. In the meantime, in the meantime, besides this, because Russia's getting, well, quite obviously, angry about this whole situation, uh, Sergei Lavrov, uh, the Minister of Lies, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Foreign Minister, so-called Foreign Minister, I'm, I'm calling him the Minister of Lies, basically stated that um, the peace talks with Ukraine should continue, and he warned that there are very real threats of the Third World War. He also criticized Ukrainian approach with the peace talks to Russia. Quote, Goodwill has its boundaries, but if it isn't, if it isn't basically coming from both sides, it doesn't help the process of the peace talks. But we continue to participate in the talks with the team dele delegated by the Ukrainian president Zelensky, and these contacts will continue. Lavrov also stated that Zelensky only is pretending to do peace talks. He's a good actor, Lavrov stated. And if you look closely, and we'll read what he says closely, you will find 1,000 um, lies over there. And he stated that uh, in the current, current state of crisis, there's a real, real threat of a Third World War. And he stated, quote, to the Interfax, the threats are serious, they are real, you cannot underestimate them. Which is, again, weird thing, and... Uh, and let me remind you, there's this meme on Twitter going around where Lavrov sits right next to a, a yellow circle and says that the, this, this meme consists of Lavrov stating that this is a triangle. This triangle is a blue one. And furthermore, this is why Ukrainians are all Nazis and this is why this war happened. I mean, I don't know. Th threats of a Third World War, well, hasn't happened in two months. Maybe if they, they're cornered or something. But I, I basically am starting to believe that um, Russia needs to be denuclearized. De you need to you need to basically force some sort of memorandum on there. And I mean, how do we know that these nukes would work? That's a, that's another question. And at any rate, I, I'm I'm quite certain that we really need we really need this war to end with Russia no longer being a nuclear power. However, I really don't know how much we should buy into whatever nonsense comes out of Lavrov's mouth at this point. Because, furthermore, another interesting thing, because, um, well, Russian security services on Monday basically uh, stated that, oh, we have uh, uncovered an assassination attempt on Solovyov. And, um, and yeah, they claim to recover, quote, an improvised explosive device, eight improvised incendiary devices of the Molotov cocktail type, six PM pistols, a sort of hunting rifle, an, RP, uh, an RGD-5 grenade, more than a thousand cartridges of various uh, calibers, drugs, fake Ukrainian passports from the would-be assassins, as well as nationalist, nationalist literature and paraphernalia. Yeah, that, these were, this was the plot to kill uh, the TV host Vladimir Solovyov in Moscow. Apparently, according to FSB, the plot to kill him with a car bomb was supposedly cooked up in coordination with the Ukrainian security services. Now, there are two, two little things. The neo-Nazi signatures on the book... Because, see, 
I've talked about this a long while. At least the Soviet Union actually had their secret services and they worked pretty good, right? But um, but they made two crucial mistakes besides the neo-Nazi paraphernalia. They actually included a little picture of 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 like Hitler attached to 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 the speakers next to the computer where they found it. Like just taped on picture of Hitler, and like uh, uh and, like they threw in some drugs as well in there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's, that's just, that's just uh, crazy. And, um, and there's a Mein Kampf book literally signed because because of love and everything but the signature is written you know the signature is written literally there with a text signature uncertain someone basically told them to fake up some some bullshit and and said well just put an, a put of some sort of fake random un, un, an intelligible signature there and the person really listened to this and obeyed and um, Obviously typed on the book, signature uncertain. Just like that. Just to just to obey the orders. And this is even this is even worse because, because as you can see in the pictures. One photo shows a crisp red t-shirt with a swastika on it. Laid out next to three copies of the video game Sims 3. And a BBC journalist, Westerner, really uh, didn't understand what the hell, why would you have three copies of Sims 3 on this totally legit neo-Nazi Ukrainian picture on it. But if you speak Russian, then you understand that um, someone from the top most likely just wrote three simki, three SIM cards. Because simka is a short for SIM card in Russian. And, and three, because why not? Three is a good number. So yeah, guys, just try harder, I suppose. I don't even know. This is this is just ridiculous. So Lviv, by the way, being the chief propagandist, uh, have, have declared this war to be a <clears throat> war against all of Europe, in which Russia will show no mercy. If you guys continue to uh, three shimki and uh, unintelligible signature all around this place, then, oh boy, M maybe you should start showing mercy to your own bureaucrats, because I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, the crackdowns, by the way, it, it could be, like, all of this could be, um, because of the protests, really, since Russia's crackdown is continuing, and we, we didn't really even thought that this could get any worse, but, um, Russian Gosduma has drafted a new bill on foreign agents, and if you've been listening to my show, you know that everyone can get a, be, be a foreign agent for everything, but it wasn't hard enough. The uh, proposed legislation 
titled On Monitoring the Activities of Individuals Under Foreign Influence, was just submitted to the State Duma on April 25th. And uh, apparently, First Deputy Chairman and Bill co-author Andrei Lugovoy stated that, quote, the bill is necessary because of the, quote, large and growing amount of attention being paid to this institution that of foreign agents by countries that are unfriendly to Russia and that want to influence our citizens and our country's policies. And this is just crazy. Previous foreign agent legislation, by the way, has consisted solely of amendments made of various other laws. And this will combine them. And this is just crazy. So now, under the new bill, foreign agents can include anyone who receives financial support from abroad or is, quote, under foreign influence of any kind and who engages in at least one of the following activities. Political activity, collecting information about Russian military and military logistics, or distributing messages and materials to an unlimited number of people or participating in the creation of these messages and materials. Foreign influence is defined in the new legislation as support from a foreign source. For example, foreign governments, foreign government agencies or international organizations or other forms of influence from that source, including coercion and persuasion. So, if persuasion is included, then apparently I can... Um, if you if you somehow slip this show, which is made in Latvia, ooh, evil, evil European Union, to someone um, someone in Russia, then they can get declared a foreign agent. And one of, one of the greatest Russian economists, Dmitry Potapenko, he had received one share, one stock of the company Yandex, which is the Russian competitor of Google. And and the problem is, it's also registered in um, in Netherlands. So. It's a bit bizarre. He was declared a foreign agent because of that. But right now, being a foreign agent no longer requires receiving foreign money. This just means that, uh, you know, the registry, the Center E against extremism, can just decide that um, you look like you have smelled the air of freedom too much, too much, comrade. Why, what are you doing? And that you can become a foreign agent. Just influence. And I really like that... Uh, like that, this is crazy because when asked by journalists how the bill's authors propose to determine whether a person has come under foreign coercion or persuasion, the, the author of the bill stated that, oh, this particular language will be clarified in more detail in the next version of the bill. Let me translate to you from Blyadsky to Ruski. Um, Sorry, comrades, you're asking too many questions. You're clearly you're clearly being persuaded by someone who who really wants you to think for yourself. Please go to the minister, please go to the dice man in the KGB the next room. Seriously, so so if you try to persuade someone in Russia that they become a foreign agent. Furthermore, to to, to even like continue this uh, weird fascisty thing. The bill includes language about affiliated individuals. Affiliated individuals are included in the new legislation for the sake of making the situation surrounding foreign agents more transparent. After all, it often happens that foreign agents who have received support from abroad result using intermediaries, who, as a result, also finance political activity. And, um, yeah, the bill itself doesn't specify who can be declared an affiliate or a foreign agent. It can be anyone who helps them engage in that kind of activity, including relatives. So, like, um, I don't know. L hey, hey, little Ivan, I'll, I'll give you 10 euros, j just from Latvia, straight up. 
if 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 you guys are family members of any of uh, the army guys or or propagandists, you know, I'm gonna drop a euro or two, maybe five. I mean, five euros in Russia, it's like it should be decent since um, apparently the the wives of the fallen Russian soldiers get paid ten thousand rubles, which is about hundred and twenty euros. And I'm being super generous here. It's like hundred and thirty dollars, and they're being forced to photograph with that money like in front of a car with with a Z plastered over it. And this is just madness. This is just stupidity and absolute fascism. And and my my crazy news here was supposed to be the one that uh, stayed goes Duma, uh, a deputy from from United Russia, Putin's party, yesterday basically stated that uh, that Ukrainian prisoners of war should be forcibly forced. To, to donate blood for the Russian soldiers to save Russian soldiers' lives. I mean, this is this is some some James Bond villain level shit. I mean, you, I never thought that that you can you can twist something so tragic and and it's this this has this war has been a personal tragedy for me, but they are just being so dumb even about about making this war, and this is just. Utter, utterly weirdness. And of course, there's a lot of new repressions for the foreign agents. Oh. And the worst part is that uh, right now, this whole propaganda and everything has reached such a peak that the propaganda has got overboard that if Putin actually does the reasonable thing and goes into some sort of um, agreement and signs a peace treaty, it'll destroy his own ratings. The so-called Lucifer effect. To support this war, Putin went all in that Ukrainians are Nazis and just hyped up everyone and made everyone full fascist. And now it's biting him back, now he can't sign a peace deal. However, just to put this in perspective, imagine signing a coordinated and nice peace deal with Hitler. Hmm? Yeah? Sounds nice to you, leaving him in power over all those people who are now basically complete fascists and her is gonna turn their backs on you i really can't imagine that and i don't know i don't exactly support that either at any rate this was today's news and we're gonna record stuff and uh i just chose not to record yesterday and day before that because i was just again mentally crushed and last time when i did this i got a bunch of bunch of bad um bad mojo from 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 some of you people but thank you for listening. Happiness is mandatory, as, as always. And uh, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the eastern border. Or you can go to our Twitter, at eastern underscore border. And there's this little little button on my, my account, which allows you to become patrons straight from there. Or you can just go to the easternborder.lv homepage and, and become patron over there. Or click the donate button to support us directly. A lot of options there. And of course, uh, donate to Ukrainian forces. Comebackalive.ua is my favorite charity at this point. Also, if you're Latvian, then Latvian Hunters Association is gathering funds to buy anti-material rifles for Ukraine. We we have already donated, so please, please do that. And up until the end of April, Podchaser app is basically donating to Ukraine uh, some some dollar or something. Or less, I don't know. They're donating some amount of money for each podcast review that you leave there. So please, please, we would be very happy if you'd leave us a review and let us know about it. Because then then we can say thank you and leave some other reviews to our other favorite shows. And, well, help all this end.
peacefully. And once again, happiness is mandatory. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.